The following podcast contains strong language, graphic violence, nudity, and a shameless paint-by-numbers copy of an earlier version of the franchise. Viewer discretion is advised. Ah, wow, what a hole, you trout sniffer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Four Guys in a Movie, the podcast about movies, snacks, and all things nerdy. My name is Ho Malone, and I'm joined by my uh, <laughs> sticky bandits. <clears throat> uh, Tony, I got nothing. You don't like, you don't like my rap name? I'm I'm bricks from the roof. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be the nightmare nightmare stilt walking Santa Claus. <laughs> All right. I'm Mo with the gimpy oh. leg. <laughs> Little Mo. <laughs> I was so caught off guard. You filthy animals. <laughs> Here we are again on our own. Going down the only road we've ever Home known. Alone. <laughs> uh, this is our third Home Alone film, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, right, Home Alone. Sorry. Yeah, and we did Home Alone too. Lost in New York. Mm. By Joe's intro, I thought we did Ghostbusters two again. Oh no, we didn't do Ghostbusters two or whatever other thing number two. Uh, what did we do? We did Home Alone too. Come on. Lost Pepino. in New York. It Lost was a in movie. New York from 1992. You guys <laughs> seen this movie before? I think I saw it in the theater. Yeah. And then I, I have not seen it since. I know I've seen it, but I didn't remember anything about it. Other than that it was basically a copy of the, of the first, first movie. One. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think same for me. I've seen it like I, I occasionally will have it on uh, the rotation for like Christmas time while I'm making cookies and what have you. But I, I, like, honestly, I didn't, other than a couple of key characters in this film, I didn't remember a whole lot because I, I never, like, pay attention to it. So this was a little eye-opening. Yeah, I don't think I even knew this movie existed. Okay. Um, I only, <clears throat> I barely remember the first one. I don't think I ever watched any of the sequels. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know we definitely saw it in the theater and... Uh, Unfortunately, I could not find it in time to bring it, but I own the Talk Boy. Huh. Uh, I believe I also owned one of those uh, monster clowns. No, the the monster slime things. Did they mm. make the? I didn't think they those did. Were real? They well, they weren't that, that mm. and the Talk Boy weren't real was it just prior like to this movie. Soap yeah. Oh. Um. Uh. Or I think it was no the the actual one. I think might have been uh um silly string. Oh. But, okay. Um. But yeah, they weren't weren't real prior to the movie. But then, because of the movie, they made them a thing. He bought that before he knew the the sticky bandits were there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't ask Joe. It just occurred to me. I'm he was gonna hurt someone with that. Mm. No, he's a young boy who had a big hotel to himself, and he wanted some lube. Just <laughs> not question He just wanted any monster further slime. than that. He, yeah. He he wanted monster slime. He was going to make at least a well, Rob Schneider fall down slime. the stairs. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, I know or somebody Buzz. who is very excited when I gave them Flarp. 
Flarp is similar to Monster Slime, except it's intended to be used to make fart noises with your thumb. And she was very happy that I gave that to her. There was a thing in the 90s. We had Flarp, we had Gak. (laughs) Yeah, it was a thing. All right, so tell us about Home Alone 2, even a loner. (laughs) Yeah, uh, uh, once again, directed by Chris Columbus, who did the first movie. He also did... Wait, it was directed by Christopher Columbus? Yes. Yes. No wonder it was lost. Uh, uh, It'd be funny if that wasn't like his, you know, company logo. Um, But he also did Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, the first Harry Potter, I Love You, Beth Cooper, and... Pixels. I forgot he did Pixels. He did really? Pixels. The hell's Pixels? Be you glad you don't know. know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll roll it today. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Um, so, I guess we should just dive into the, the history of this movie. Um, this was the biggest salary for an 11-year-old in a movie. Uh, they also spent a ton of money to bring in snow to Central Park only to have it have a huge blizzard shortly thereafter which also caused tons of other problems with filming with people freezing cameras freezing all kinds of nonsense uh apparently Daniel Stern got uh, oh my gosh I shouldn't have said that but uh during the <laughs> pigeon thing <laughs> what uh, spoiler yeah can't say Daniel well, yeah. Stern I, I try not to uh you know, waste their... Eh, don't worry. Anyway, uh, but during the pigeon Aww. attack scene, uh, he got a pigeon in the mouth, and he was very unhappy about it. <laughs> okay. And Joe Pesci treated Macaulay Culkin like crap on purpose. Good. Good. Yeah. Like Good. in real life? Yeah. Right. Yeah, he basically... I guess, like, I, I've... There was something where, like... <laughs> he wanted to inspire true fear in, in Macaulay Culkin. No, it was, like, Macaulay Culkin was just like, why don't you ever smile? And he was just kind of... I forgot what his... Uh, Joe Pesci? was. But he, but he just uh, basically, like, a fuck you kid. And later when asked about it, he was like, everybody treats him like, a, you know, he's the fucking king, and I'm not going to do that shit, so... Yeah. I'm the king. <laughs> I'm the only four foot tall guy yeah. allowed to be the king. Yeah. Which, to be uh, fair, at this point, he said he was 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like <laughs> creeping into teenage years. Like, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's no longer like, you know, charming and cute. It's starting to get a little fucking mm-hmm. sinister. It's like, well, I mean, it's not that he was doing anything wrong. It's just everyone else was like, oh, you know. You know. Just, You're the greatest. And he was just like, I'm not going to fuck it with that. They were probably having a little bit of a harder time selling Macaulay Culkin. He's a little, a little less cute now. He's starting to actually get stubble on his well, face. And yet he is so flagrantly reading cue cards yes. that it looks like he's just hollow and devoid of all emotion <laughs> during his performance. I mean, he is. Like a true general. sociopath. Yeah, like a true Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> oh, also, uh, he only... Well... His father only agreed to have him do this if he got to be in The Good Son. So you could thank in the cool. him for that. The Good Son. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Dad. The um, Toy Story, by the way, or Toy Store was filmed in Chicago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have that on your list? I didn't because I didn't think it was relevant. Uh. <laughs> but um, here we are. So do you want to guess the budget of the movie? <laughs> you want to weigh in? Mm. So I probably don't think any of this is relevant. 92 and, you know, this was a sequel with, uh, you know, they already had a proven commodity. So this got greenlit for a lot of money. So I think it's got to be at least 50. 
I'm gonna get crazy. I'm gonna say a hundred million dollars. I, I, I could see it. That's where I, that's where I'm at. Eighty million. Seventy-five. This is the budget. Yes. Yeah. Price is right. Come on down. This is uh, twenty-eight million. Wow. Oh, oh wow! Okay. We all all right. Okay. <laughs> I want to guess how much it made? Ugh. Um, uh, three hundred million. Two fifty million. To be clear, I'm gonna shoot for the moon. Go for four. Hundo. No, one dollar. One dollar. Might as well. It <laughs> made a buck. <laughs> but uh, Rob takes it was uh, three fifty-nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fucking this, it was yeah. Fucking huge. That's a that's a fourteen to one return on your investment right there. That's I pretty think that's, good. That's definitely because of the the first one because I remember the first oh, one. Oh well, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they they rushed this shit out like what year after the first one? Yeah, right? how like, fast? Just, no, two years. Two years. Okay, which makes it all the weirder that they keep saying last year in the yep. movie. So, so canonically, it's just like, oh, we left Kevin home this year. Okay, what are we going to do next year? I guess we'll go out of town again. Whatever. Quiet Christmas at home. I mean, new family tradition. We can't do it twice. Yeah, new family tradition. We're going to leave Kevin somewhere. That's yeah. what we do. And eventually it does turn into yeah. that, what was it, the critic uh, episode? <laughs> yeah. Where he's just like a fully grown adult. Yeah. I love Kevin Home Alone, and he's only 35. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> Let me get this cast out of the way. Mm. You got Macaulay Culkin as Kevin. You got who's, Joe Pesci as Harry. Who's gonna cook my eggs? Daniel Stern <laughs> as Marv. No <laughs> O'Hara as Kate. Uh, John Hurd as Peter. Devin Rattray as Buzz. <laughs> Jesus, we cannot go through the whole cast. No, I think that's children. that's it. I wanted to get the Buzz. Look at me. Nobody wanted to Macaulay, get the Buzz. Harry, what? Marv, Bird Monster. <laughs> oh, and I think. Was this the debut, the debut of Kieran and Culkin? No, because he was in no, the first yeah, movie first, as the yeah, bedwetter. Okay, first one as Fuller the bedwetter. Yep. And special shout out to Tim Curry as concierge. <laughs> concierge Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry ranked under Buzz <laughs> on IMDb. He did. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway. So yeah, basically, uh, John Hughes went into his computer and he found his script for Home Alone. He used. Find and replace. <laughs> Every instance of home, you put New York and that's the other. I uh, and every instance of old man with bird. And this every instance bird. of wet with sticky. Yeah, well, yeah, there, there was a lot to the, the some of the history I was reading on this, including apparently uh, the a very similar, well, a, a somewhat similar script to this was pitched for the sequel where he was lost in uh, uh, Disney World and had to fight criminals for whatever. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> well, no, but that, Duck. that pitch mm-hmm. was uh, sent to the, the studio but rejected because they can't do that. Yeah. But it was sent to them by a young Greg Estero from The Room. Nah, come on. That's oh. what it says. Oh. So that means that script might be I, online somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Might have to do a take. Wait, but did Greg Sestero, like, he wrote it or he was, like, the courier that gave it to he them? Probably he probably wrote it. No, like, he wrote it. He okay. was, like, a 12-year-old and was like, oh, oh now uh, I want to get into acting. Gotcha. And I want to be his friend. So he wrote a script where him <laughs> yep. and Macaulay Culkin would run around gotcha. Disney World. They just sent him a letter back that said, ha, 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 great story, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, movie, I guess we? Christopher Columbus kind of treated this like his evil dead and he thinks this is the better version. Mm. 
That's a take. Christopher right. Columbus made pixels. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. I <laughs> should. really all you Chris need. Chris Columbus, I should say, to, to mm. make sure. If anybody doesn't understand who we're talking he about, he does not. Christopher Columbus. Why don't you log into Minecraft right now? <laughs> he does. Why don't you sign up for Canadian healthcare right now? <laughs> what? All right. What? I'm confused even more now. Uh, anyway, are you having a stroke? <laughs> So, Home Alone, hey, it's a wild house, there's lots of kids. Whimsical music. It's, yeah. Snowfall it, it on the Home Alone logo, sandwiched between the skylines of New York. <laughs> it's, that, we, that's not a joke, that's... No, I mean, really like, there. is that actually what it said in the script? Like, it's very... I mean, maybe, yes. Probably, probably. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the same house as last time, the same crazy family as last time. They're same running around just like last time. time. I feel like they're all <laughs> the same actors, This is all actors, exactly too. what was written in the script, yes. This time, Kevin and is yes, the same dicking around Most with a tape recorder, the talk boy, which is a surprisingly useful plot device for later. Um, while his mom is like, hey, Kevin, check it out. My dress matches the wallpaper in this room. It's the 80s slash 90s. Everything matches a thing. I ran out of... Yeah, Adam. <laughs> ran out of sound. <laughs> we all looked up to be like, Are I you saw okay? you almost straight something yeah. there. <laughs> so his dad comes in and he's like, yeah, your Uncle Frank's in the shower guarding your tie. You got to go in there and fucking perv on him. He said he's got it on his dick. <laughs> Kevin's like, I'm not going in. Why? First off, why is your tie in the bathroom? Second off. <laughs> Like, what's up? That Like, don't send him in there with Uncle Frank. You know Uncle Frank. Like, everyone in this movie pretends that Uncle Frank is not a problem. He is a severe problem. <laughs> Why is Uncle Frank in my bathroom? Yeah. And he goes to the other bathroom with Uncle Jared. Mm-hmm. And he told young Kevin not to come into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if he accidentally were to see him naked, he would never feel like a man his entire adult life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever that means. I'll tell you what that means. That means he's got that Mountain Dew bottle hanging between his legs. No, that means Frank has more self-esteem than actual inches. You don't know that. Oh, no. I know that. You know who does know it? Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. (laughs) Kevin knows it. He's like, get out of here, you pervert. I'm going to guess Buzz. How did you move the shower curtain? Your arms are up here. All right, so we have to go to a Christmas pageant. Where they all have to sing in a choir. And it's time for Kevin to do his, his solo. And I do not get this scene. Uh, is, nope. Well, is this like a school pageant? Is it a church pageant? It's a Christmas pageant. <laughs> right. So, okay. All right. I think you are putting more thought into it than that. Well, I'm did. just trying to figure out like why 19-year-old Buzz is there. I don't know. Just like... Yeah, I mean, that's a good theory for it being a church pageant. Yeah, that would be the pageant. only thing that really makes sense. Oh. The King of Christmas deemed it. To be so. Okay, the king of Christmas. I haven't seen a whole lot of choirs perform, but the one that I was in in high school, if you were doing a solo, you weren't on the risers. You were out front with your own microphone. So I don't understand the setup. Absolutely. If if our theory about us being a church thing is true, that means whatever happened in the church, they had a serious downgrade since the first movie, where they were in that nice big cathedral. Mm. Well, yeah, this was, this was the whole spotlight situation. Yeah, uh, they're, they're born again, just, Tony. They found a new... Oh, sorry, <laughs> they're born again again. All right. So this scene is fucked up, though. Because, all right, 
Kevin, <laughs> his performance, not great. No. I'll give him that. You know you know what a crowd, you know, generally shouldn't do to the kid performing? Just laugh his ass off the stage. They I all mean, burst out laughing. Then depends on the kid. Especially when it's not that funny. Yeah. Then all of the kids in the choir, who must have by now heard Kevin sing, unless they just threw this shit together tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know why are they finding it so funny too? You, like you realize they're not just laughing at him for his singing. Well, they're laughing because Buzz is doing some other shit no, too. They, but they weren't like laughing at him singing at all. I don't I, think well, that's what they were trying to set up. Yeah, about. I don't think mm-hmm. so either. But no. <clears throat> it's because Buzz was holding these little candles behind his ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like the, playing drums even, on his head. Yeah, playing. He's just dicking around with them. Like you could barely even see that from the. Audience, right. but. well, regardless, like most of the audience is adults that should not be laughing mm-hmm. at this yeah. poor little kid. But then the so, candles are behind his ears, and he sang something about being all aglow, and so they started a, a uproarious laughter. All right, so like he turns do. around and shoves Buzz. I'd laugh at him like he did. Yeah. I mean, well, we would do <laughs> yeah. that just because we're mean spirited. But I know you would, but I said adults wouldn't. We're not, oh, 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 <laughs> gentlemen. We're not allowed to go to the Christmas pageant, though, because yeah, of true. these reasons. That is true. That and, that and I light on fire. Yeah. Well, I and mean, Brick has another thing. Oh yeah, no, there. Oh, yeah. Again, the spotlight situation. But like, by at this point, we wouldn't even be watching the show. We'd be destroying the snack table that they set up <laughs> before everybody yeah. else. Anyway, get the fruit punch before it goes flat. Well, Hit that John like poops it. Money. <laughs> or John poops it after he's drank his fill. <laughs> so <laughs> it would be urine. Yeah, I'm <laughs> done drinking from it. Now it's a toilet. Yep. You poop, poop urine. I Just be yeah, urine. Depends on, on depending on what so, he eats. Oh. All right. So Kevin turns around. Get enough of that Mountain Dew yeah. to push Buzz, mm. just like he did in the last movie. Oh. And. Every fucking thing that can fall down falls down. Like if it's standing up, it falls down. Yeah, church, including, the church, yeah. <laughs> including the, the clear stunt man yep. in a wig that they had yeah. playing this piano. Like the the woman playing the piano gets murdered by a wooden fucking Christmas tree. The whole building collapses. Yeah. All that's left standing is a little baby Jesus, and he just like looks at the camera and gives like a shrug. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> Now, clearly, <laughs> he's my chosen kid. <laughs> Kevin, oh, no. Kevin did not mean to just frag the entire Christmas pageant but by turning around bonus. and pushing Buzz. So, like, their parents are like, Kevin, how could you? And, you know, they're back at the house, and Buzz is like, I'm so sorry for my <laughs> it's, immature It's a actions. YouTube apology is what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Buzz knows how to work a room. Yeah. Sorry, everybody saw my well, it's Sailor Moon costume with my penis hanging out. The room out is, like, skirt. more bottom <laughs> Filled with idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry everyone heard me making all those ethnic slurs, <laughs> but... Uh, Sorry we have shitty pizza. <laughs> and now it's Kevin's turn to apologize. And Kevin, rightly so, points out that this whole fucking court's out of order. It's a kangaroo court. Yeah. Like, I ain't apologizing for shit. You are all laughing at me. Like, fuck this place. And that's I'm essentially what he says. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going. They're like, well, go up in the attic. You're spending all night up there. He's like, good. I don't care. I don't want to be near all of quite, you. You suck. Quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of this family. You fucking retards. Also, yeah. Also, I think they missed a clear thing for this movie, which is Kevin's get out of jail free card of what you put me in the attic so you could leave my ass again. Yeah, like you could ride that shit for quite a while. Well, and the mom's like, "Oh, you go ahead." Well, the fuller thing I get 
Like, I get that, but, like, what? how is going up to the third floor a punishment? It seems like the nicest place oh, you could yeah. ever want to be. Mm. A childhood friend of Especially mine. Especially yeah. in the winter, it'd be nice and warm. Where yeah, it's, it's warm. Know. There's, I mean, like, yeah. a summertime, it could be a problem. It's, like, a hot box. Down the road, they, they had, a, like, an attic that was finished, and his sister lived up there. And I was like, I want to live in the attic. The attic we, is so freaking awesome. Well, I think we're also missing because these are the Richie Rich folk oh, here. Absolutely. So every room looks nice. So it's okay. probably like, you know, it's a really great room, but it doesn't have your TV and your video games or some shit. Oh, so your attic has a giant round window on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so guy dressed like the crow standing, calling out. What? So Kevin wishes Again, he could go on his own situation. vacation. <laughs> and we learn also by an errant newspaper that just blows up on their door that the wet bandits have escaped. And, Turns uh, out no one cared. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. So the vans show up. Oh, oh, the dad has mistakenly unplugged apparently the one alarm clock in this whole house. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, I think the other, like the kids obviously aren't going to. Pay attention mm. to what time they're supposed to get up, and they've made it obvious that yeah, Frank uh, and his wife are worthless. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, meat paste on legs. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not gonna. They're, they probably yeah. didn't set an alarm. They're like, oh, leave it to. Hmm? You've got like what twelve bedrooms in this house and one fucking clock in the whole damn thing. Yeah, You've well, got no, multiple yeah. clocks, that, but they're not going to set Nobody alarm. else set one because they're all terrible, and horrible, Frank even useless made people. You think uh, about how what a lousy like, wake-up service they yeah. had. A house like that, I'd be very surprised they don't have... They have clocks. Like, well, clocks, but staff. Like, yeah, I've, but, I've been at a house that was like, yeah, smaller than that, yeah. and it was... Well, we're owned by rich people. And they're they rich, had... but they want to pretend like right. they're not. So. Like yeah. they might have like a housekeeper that comes like once a week to clean mm. or whatever, but I don't think there's not. Mm. Yeah, that house is not. That shit's not happening during a Christmas. A butler. Yeah. Either way, they ain't paying right. Mr. Bel- Belvedere's. That's right. <laughs> Sit on his balls. Salary. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I take back everything I say about this movie being a uh, exact carbon copy of the first one because it's, um, it's worse. Remember in the first one when the airport shuttle <clears throat> shows up, the first van knocks the statue off. The That's pedestal. true. It does do that. In this one, it's the second van. The second van. Totally different. <laughs> Different movies. It's like yeah, no, because that's the first one had the first fan, second one had the second fan. It confused oh. me at first because I was like, is this even the same franchise of films? <laughs> or like I said, it is it is exactly that, you know, the one for the one and two for the two. Mm. That's because this is the only way when trying to edit he could tell this one from the first <laughs> movie. Mm. So at this point my notes say sushi break. Yep. <laughs> so when watching the first movie, I was like Let's see how lazy they are with the writing here on how Kevin gets left behind. And I was actually quite impressed on how they explained just about how everything failed to that, you know, the perfect like Murphy's Law situation where you could actually believe how they left Kevin behind. In the 90s. In the 90s, yeah. I mean, modern technology would have solved it, but like... Well, also, nowadays, he would have gotten stopped way before he got anywhere near that fucking The airport, too. Um, But anyway, so... This one, I'm like, well, let's see how they're going to do it this time. You know, is, is Kevin going to be missing here? They fake it out like, okay, Kevin's Kevin's missing. You know, we're not even going to explain it. And it, Ke- Nope, Kevin's in the van. I'm like, all right, movie. Fair <laughs> enough. We got Kevin. 
then let's see how they get yeah. separated this time. You know like, don't worry, we got lazy writing. I, but that's the thing. I don't mm-hmm. think him being in the van was smart writing. I think yeah. him being in the van was somebody saying, shit, if, yeah. if, <laughs> if they leave him home, I have to figure out how he gets to New York. I'm not yep. going to write that. Um, so... No, I think that was somebody yeah. being like, we're going to be clever about this. You're, we're going to fake them mm. out and think they just left him again. And then we're just going to put some bullshit in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, at this point, my dad would have had either my brother or my sister, who are both much older and larger than I am, holding my hand through the entire airport. Uh-huh. Whether my brother liked it or not, it would have been like, too bad. You're Dragon Joe. Like, That's you think one bad. of... What's that? Especially if you they left your ass behind yeah. one year prior. Yeah, you think like his mom would not let him out of her sight for yeah. one yeah. second. He would have been yeah. on a fucking papoose tied to her front. But like, at the same time, at this point, he's probably like the only eleven year old that has a like a concealed carry license. So mm-hmm. he's this, probably fine. At this point in the journey, we would almost be around New York City, and I always liked seeing the lights from the highway at about four in the morning. So I would have been very awake. I'm cutting off his mic. So we're we're all talking <laughs> about afraid, one thing and you're, you're somewhere else. <laughs> so this well, is my not, parents were afraid of flying. We is there like, going to an airport. I'm going to charge him for therapy. Is yeah. stroke <laughs> going around here? What is happening? Or is it just me? Because like you're making, you're, you were spouting some nonsense. He seems to be on a story that I didn't hear like three fourths of. And he's already in the middle. <laughs> All right. I'm glad it's not just me. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm allowed. We've, I was afraid that. I'm we've known Brick for some time. That's how many of his stories go. Fair, I, but. I've just talked to him enough that I know the story, so I know what he's talking about. Yeah. So but maybe the problem's with you. It might I'm be. Trying to get us through. Okay, so bottom line. Fucking Kevin's like, right now I need new batteries in my tape recorder, right where we're bum-rushing the airplane. So I'm going to steal my dad's bag. Dad's like, oh, you want to carry my bag? That's cute. Dad, you know better than that shit. No, we don't. I got to record all this B-roll ambiance. Kevin wants your bag because you just told him. Yeah. What if I need to convince a criminal that also, they're in the middle of a busy airport? Also, fuck that. Like, you know he's only there for the batteries. Like, oh, you want to carry my bag? That's cute. The money's in there. Yeah. He ain't yeah. touching yeah. that yeah. shit. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. It is not leaving my sight. That yeah. huge stack of American greenbacks that you yeah. really needed to travel to Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know. So, they, I mean, maybe they were going to Disney. Mm-hmm. Or maybe wanted to get some meth. Huh? <laughs> oh, he's doing that. <laughs> I, what does this guy do for a living? We still don't know. He, he, some shady old shit. money. Deals meth. It's the only yeah. thing that explains it. Like how meth equals old money. <laughs> anyway. Well, no, just preserve. They're yeah. not smart enough to make money new money. Little money, but I like that you brought it there. All right, so <laughs> bottom line, it's, Ke- um, it's his Sharknado royalty. Jets. Kevin can only identify his dad by a, the beige coat that he's wearing, right? Uh, and he sees someone else. Um, the you know the family leaves Kevin behind because you know they're hurrying to the plane and Kevin's reloading his stupid batteries. He follows this other guy on the wrong plane. Woody boo mix up. Everyone has to run on the planes real quick. The crack uh, security here at the gate is just like, "You sure your parents are on this plane, little kid?" And he's like, "Yeah, they must be." Yeah. <laughs> I'm a child. They're like, go in there and take any seat, any open seat. Right. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Why don't, not? You know, the co-pilot seat, whatever. Well, yeah. We can't find your boarding pass. So we don't know where you're supposed to be. So 
Fuck it, have free reign of the place. <laughs> Make sure he finds his parents. Get on there. Yeah. And they're like, point at any random person yeah. and say, that's my <laughs> my parent. Oh, but oh, and don't, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't worry. It doesn't matter which one it is because we're not going to ta- follow yeah. through on yep. that. Oh, yeah. Now, I understand that Kevin might not want to, you know, be anywhere near his family or check on them, but there's no way his mom would not get up and walk around that plane the first uh-huh. opportunity. Yeah. Like, Kevin, you're to here. To make sure he's there. Kevin, Kevin uh-huh. you're on the plane. Kevin, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, especially him, but yeah, like all the friggin' kids. Like, yeah. All right, so they don't find out till they get to Florida. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's raining the entire time they're in Florida. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they're they're handed out their bags. They're like, pass this bag to Kevin, and they pass it down the whole line. It ends up with Karen and Culkin. He pisses himself and passes the bag back, saying Kevin's not there. The bag's wet. The bag's wet. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they're like, oh, my God, we left him behind again. They do the same exact ah, Kevin, pass out. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, we're not even going to try to make that different. No. Jock test. Um, so now we... we Wait, this was the time of like, you know, we, we just, anything that's popular, we just beat that horse yep. to death. Mm-hmm. Now, was John Candy still alive at this point or had he fat chatted himself to death? Uh, <laughs> he's... I believe he was still alive. I know at one point he was going to be in this movie. Um... <laughs> Yeah, because they 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 <laughs> just they were that lazy. They thought of that too, but uh, I don't know if he passed away or he just wasn't available. Okay, I don't know why, but when you said John Candy was going to be in this movie, the role my mind made up is the first time we see the pigeon lady. <laughs> is, well, no, the, like Kevin screams, and then John Candy just comes over and beats that woman to death with a clarinet. <laughs> Wow! Just I don't know why my brain was like, yeah, that's that was what they were going to do with him. It's like, yeah, it's like the fucking uh, Hulk and Loki in the Avengers. Yeah, movies. yeah. Picks her up and starts slamming her against. Nice the little fake out. Yeah, and the pigeons are like, you know, we love you, but uh, we're going to consume your corpse. Yeah, none of us want to be the first person to go near John Candy. No. So. I mean, unless he's got uh, candy bars in his pocket. All right, so. Now, um, Kevin realizes he's in New York by himself, and he's like, I'm in New York by myself. I'll jiggle my eyebrows as hard as I can. And again, again the last time. This, yeah, but this is the point where you can tell, like, oh, he's getting older. Yeah. It's not as, like, cute. It's just, like, a preteen wiggling his eyebrows at the camera. <laughs> just like, all right, dude. Yeah. So now goes, I'm in Chuck E. Cheese but he goes, by myself. Like, ooh, dude, no. <laughs> Too old for that. He goes to see all the sites of New York, though. He goes to Times yeah. Square, we, Two Towers, uh, uh, anti-Semitic Elmo. Sees, uh, <laughs> sees a 12-foot-tall Santa. You Nightmare know, Nightmare Santa tilts. with the thickest ass in all the land. <laughs> um <laughs> But here's the thing about all that. I don't get like, so this montage is like Kevin enjoying himself, seeing the sights around New York and, you know, having a great time Mm. set to nobody should be alone for Christmas. Like a song that like should be a sad song. Irony. Well, he's in New York City. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See what you did there. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe they were doing some background foreshadowing where Mm. they were like, you know, back of his mind. He misses his mommy. Maybe that's when they should have played the song. Either way, oh, Harry yes. and Marv arrive in New York City on a fish truck in the back. 
Uh, Marv immediately deploys his new gimmick. He has a tape hand. That's that's it. He's a sticky like, bandit. I don't I don't know why he has that. Was that from the first movie? Nope. No. Like it just That's his idea to be the sticky bandits instead of they, the wet bandits. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, stupid. despite their best efforts, they couldn't figure out how walking down the street he could still like make things flood. So they had to switch something. So I can think of a way he could be a wet bandit, but uh, it's not <laughs> not going to work in a PG movie. Anyway, he he has the power to like, use his his sticky hand to steal any loose bit of clothing <laughs> from anyone, and they will not give a fuck. Not even loose. That, that, those yeah. mittens he ripped out. That's yeah, true. They, just, yeah. just they had a string, too. They were linked <laughs> together. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> that kid fell, like, hard on ice. <laughs> he, and didn't have his mittens. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stole, like, ten hats and just all this shit. Yeah, no, it was like a, it was like a magic power, like a special yeah. ability. Viewers at home, please do not try this. But I dare somebody to just wrap their hand in tape and walk around New York City trying to steal shit from people. See how that goes for yeah. you. Tape me damn. Yeah. Just try and grab the first hat you yeah. see. <laughs> Fucking around You'll, and find out. Yeah. You will get the shit kicked out of you and then robbed. Yeah. yeah. And then probably the shit kicked out of you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So now... We're like, we need that guy that's like the neighbor um, with the snow shovel, but mm-hmm. not that guy. So we need a spooky thing you'd encounter in New York. Pigeon yeah. lady? Yeah, Shrek covered in bird shit. <laughs> yeah. Pigeon witch. So, yeah, he wanders into Central Park and finds this bog hag. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little hard. Yeah. All right, Pigeon Witch is fine. Bog hags. That's over the line. That's over the line. All of it's terrible, but I mean, you know, she's a terrible. Give her some dignity. This woman commands pigeons, um, and also it's Bog O'Hag. Bog O'Hag. Boglin. (laughs) And uh, Kevin, rightly so, is immediately terrified of her and runs away. I mean, yes, of course, correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, Um, fair. Like taser ass. Yeah. So now uh, he's going on the crosswalks, and and so are the wet bandits. They're going in opposite directions, and for a second, Harry thinks he sees him, and he's like, he gets a funny feeling, but he's like, nah, keeps walking. So Kevin goes- danger sense tingling, like you're going to almost die again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Kevin goes to the Plaza Hotel, crosses Mm -hmm. a uh, gray-haired Donald Trump- who gives him directions to the front desk. Ronald McDonald. And he um, he comes up with a plan to get a reservation at this hotel. He uses his talk boy <laughs> and identifies himself as Peter McAllister, the father. Yeah, he sets it to pedophile voice. <laughs> yeah. so, Which was a setting on the actual yeah. talk boy. Yeah. Has hey. anyone ever introduced, like, none of us here have kids, but like <laughs> Will or Dave, have you ever once called anywhere to go and gone Will like, has, yeah. this is Will, the father. Yeah, Will definitely has. The father of what? But he yeah. says the daddy. The daddy, that's true. <laughs> well, see, that's, and he does yeah, for what Will's voice. doing, that's important to specify. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, this is just further evidence of what terrible parents his mom and dad are that mm. he doesn't even know what his father's job is. Mm-hmm. Nope. 
But also, like, his father's he, gone to great lengths to make sure. <laughs> well, yeah, no one knows. That's Mr. Bull's evidence. <laughs> that is, that is that fair. Point. But well, that's how he also, checks in in the morning. He yeah. does. He says he's the father. Does he ever mention to who or nope. why or any reason for that? So the tape's talking in a slow motion voice. So but it has to be an adult. Too. Yeah. yeah. This is Peter McAllister. Have I told you how Daddy, I almost caught Santa by tripping him? Father. What? what? Santa? Or? By by tripping him. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's what you do. Yeah. I had my parents set up trip lines going into the into the living room, and I had an intercom set up to record when Santa fell on his ass so that I knew that I needed to get up and then interrogate him. Uh, but because I had my parents help me with the trip lines, they knew where they were. Mm. And I never heard Santa. So that recording thing doesn't always work. All right. Great. Again, awesome. we're we're having a conversation here, and you're like almost there. <laughs> He's, but not at like, all. He's like freaking Phoebe Cates from Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, do you know that, you know the Pat and Oswald joke? Be about, more like Phoebe Cates from Fast Times. No, no, <laughs> no, yeah, please. No, 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 no. No, that's no, 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 no. That's when I tender my resignation. No, but do you know that Pat and Oswald joke where he's talking about uh, uh, gay open, retards? No, open <laughs> mic night. <laughs> it's a Pat and Oswald joke. <laughs> I okay. No, he's talking. I'm gonna have to Google that later. <laughs> You're gonna Google. I'm sorry, Tony. Go ahead. No, no, you gotta wait for this to blow over. No, it's done. It's done. Oh, oh. <laughs> Make sure your safe search is off. Okay, Tony, and only Tony. No, no, Joe. Please just, talk. Joe, just go. Just okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Tony. I can't. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. So he checks in. <laughs> we have just given Brick another hernia. Yeah. He sees Tim Curry looking at him like he wants to eat Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know is. if the script said that yeah, or that was just Tim Curry. That's just. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, so he, he checks in, Rob Schneider takes his stuff upstairs very early. Rob Schneider, he, um, immediately as they go in the room, he like weasels through Kevin's bag. Oh, that's right. Cause Tim Curry was like, find out everything you can find out about <laughs> the boy. His underwear. What's his blood? I'm like, why though? Is it, I mean, it maybe is it because it said the father and the thing? Cause yeah. No, he well, just saw a kid and was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna eat you." Yeah, something's <laughs> up. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lone, vulnerable child. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I haven't seen one of those. Totally... What is that? Exactly. <laughs> I forgot that was Tim Curry and that that existed. We'll oh. find out if he floats. So anyway, so we all. All right. Um, Kevin's like, "Get the fuck out of my bag. Get the fuck out of my room." Rob Schneider's like, give me a tip. He gives him a stick of gum. First of all, <laughs> all right, fat chat foul. Yep. Fruit strike gum? Yeah, what the fuck? Are you insane, man? What? Not Fruit a strike gum is the worst. It runs out of flavor as soon as you put it in your mouth. 
Hmm. Uh, I was gonna as say, it leaves the wrapper. Sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like gonna say breath. that's the real foul is later on when Rob Schneider's like, no, I still I'm still chewing it. Like that's fruit no. straight boy. Yeah. Do not. Yeah. He's been chewing that for a whole day. Like, no, like that, that has turned radioactive hours ago. He's like, I it's physically impossible yeah. for me to swallow it. Yeah, it's I, just I stuck can't, to my I mouth. can no longer produce saliva. <laughs> I mean, I did used to chew gum until it dissolved, but so. Um, we now cut that turpentine to, you drank made it easier. Um, <laughs> Kevin going to the hotel pool in his dad's swim trunks. <laughs> uh, it's gigantic. Uh, Kevin looks ridiculous. He comes he looks over like a plucked chicken. You said, John. Yeah. yeah, my my notes were basically horrible albino, you know, naked albino child, and you know, looks like a raw chicken. He asks uh, Newt Gingrich, who's sitting in the jacuzzi, <laughs> if he could work on his cannonballs. Newt Gingrich is like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so Kevin does a cannonball out of his underwear. I don't know how that's possible, yeah, but I, I don't want to find out. Um, I'm not sure it is. But... Well, he was wearing adult-sized trunks. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we're both of his legs a, through one. It's of a cannonball. It's not well, clearing. Yeah, 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 yeah but, if you're going you, down like that, it should push when, them up your ass. Yeah, not right. But off when, your when legs. you go down enough, and then you have to swim back up I again. Suppose. Zoop! I've seen it happen yeah. in real life. Oh. All right. So, either way, he's. It's supposed to be funny because his trunks are floating on the water, and um, we now cut to him watching angels with even filthier souls. While uh, getting a very fancy uh, ice cream sundae, a three-scooper. Two scoops, sir. Three. I'm not driving tonight. Yep. Mm. Um, and this, I have to say, of all the things you know that we tried to giganticize in the sequel, I think I do like the um, Angels with Even Filthier Souls. is probably the best one. Oh. I, what is that's easy. Hey, yeah. Is that the movie that it yeah, was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this woman's uh, been sleeping around with everyone. And it's I been mean, smooching, Joe. Smooching. Smooching. Smooching with everyone. Smooching. Otter Pop, Zuma Kroon. <laughs> Monster Mash. Monster Mash. The P unit. Dominus Rex. A little Mo with the gimpy leg. leg. <laughs> Even if he's like, baby, I could go on forever. <laughs> Teddy P's slow Mo and Peanut. <laughs> Roosevelt. <laughs> Bill S. Preston and Theodore Logan Spock the Rock Doc Ock and Old Kogan It just keeps going. So anyway, so he's like, get on your knees and beg. And she's Slot. saying her, her love is like an ocean so wide it would take two planes to cross. Like her legs. Like, yeah, like her what? legs. And, and then he's like, all right, I tell you what. I'm going to give you three seconds to get to the door. One... Two, and then he has like an epileptic fit while firing the Tommy gun. Like he rotates like an action figure that can only turn at the waist, just spraying and praying at point blank range, emptying like all hundred rounds from that drum into this poor woman. And the and the wall, and the, yeah, and the wall, the wall. most yeah. of the wall, yeah, the neighborhood. And yeah, and he's like, "Merry Christmas, you filthy animal!" And then because it's. The sequel, he's like, and have a happy new year, and shoots her again. <laughs> and I was like, all right, movie, that part, you got me. Little Mo with the gimpy leg. <laughs> so now Tim Curry's on the prowl. He's like, there are any little kids in here? <laughs> Just creeps into the room. <clears throat> and so Kevin, he has like 10 seconds to set this up. 
He's he was given earlier an inflatable clown. He inflates it entirely. Yep. <laughs> Sets up a little control rig so that he can manipulate the arms on the clown. Unless he had that shit set up the whole it's time, possible. which is possible. Yeah. He may have been showering with that clown. <clears throat> oh, no. oh, you think he's showering? He's a 10-year-old on vacation by himself. That's true. Yeah, he's I mean, he did in shower in the film. first one. But uh, yeah, true. he had the so was, He was pretending to be an adult and, yeah. because he also shaved well, and I think he's at yeah. this point adults fucking suck. Yeah. Weird yeah. conversation, but um no, but more <clears throat> to the point like what why would he have this <clears throat> set up? Why not? For this very reason. Yeah. Like, Because for that person he knew would break into his fucking hotel room? He saw Kevin Tim McAllister. Curry. This He's like, he I better have a backup plan. <laughs> the extravagance of the Rube Goldberg experiments that this kid has set up. You know he's got to be practicing, like, what if this random scenario plays out? But also... And my cover's blown. Do not disturb sons exist. You also usually have a little latch on your he door. He yes. know who that, how that works. He's too short for the latch. He also wants to torment people. I think that's yeah. the he's, real thing. He's there. the modern Dennis the Menace. <laughs> so, Dennis the Menace wasn't this bloodthirsty. Um, Kevin, his talk boy is essentially a magic item because its speaker connects you directly into the sound editor. Because, mm-hmm. like, every, every time he uses it, it's not like coming out of a little handheld speaker, it's no. like ever present sound. Like the the seraphims or cherubims or whatever, acquiring <laughs> it down from the heavens, like it's it works exactly the way he wants it to. Also, it doesn't matter like if you are two inches away from the mic or ten yards. Yeah, mm-hmm. you will be recorded very clearly. Mm-hmm. And this is the most forgivable use of it because he's basically playing Uncle Frank uh, singing in the shower and telling uh, him to telling Tim Curry to get out of there, you pervert. That has never stopped Tim Curry before. <laughs> oh. No, he would be in the shower. Yeah. <clears throat> but. Uh, I thought you'd never ask. Yeah. In fairness, if it was just a recording of an old man going. <laughs> like that still caused most people who are not Tim Curry to run out of the room. <laughs> so Tim Curry runs away, knocks something over. And he's out. He fucks that table up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that about? I, I actually was wondering if you were going to say that that was not planned and he actually tripped over it it, it's possible but i was not able to find that so it's probably just like it's more funny than him just running home we we see that the family is on a shitty vacation in florida this audience is all jazzed up from the first one we have to show pain soon (laughs) it's gonna start tearing the seats out of the theater they arrive at a terrible florida hotel as you do infested with Spiders and pythons and, and leprosy and filth. Yeah, was this and McAllister where they were intending to go? I don't yeah, know. The, that's like, where Uncle Frank, I think, picked the hotel because he was like, it looked better when we were on our honeymoon. Yeah, but I was on drugs back then. So imagine <laughs> this was like three decades ago. Imagine this entire plot was like a Mad Lib, and they were like, the family meanwhile is in, and then it's just an underline. And they were like, eh, you don't really need to know the details. They're in Florida, mm. and, it, and it sucks. Anyway, back to the kid. Uh, so <clears throat> um, we now uh, get an important scene where Rob Schneider knocks on the door uh, to discuss underwear with Kevin. And um, I don't know exactly. Well, he's got to make that profit. Yeah, I don't know exactly what was said here because Rob Schneider with a pair of boxer shorts on and hanger. And I'm just like, la, 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 la. 
And, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like, you can't be flashing those those babies yeah. around here. There could be girls on this floor. And I'm thinking to myself, there are no girls on that floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I need an adult. Yeah. <laughs> at least oh, it wasn't Jared at the door. So <laughs> how did he end up with the Like, how did the conversation happen that Macaulay or Kevin, I guess, was like, hey, uh, Rob Schneider's character, Chester or whatever, uh, I really, that ice cream went right through me. <laughs> you need to wash these. It's a crime scene down there. Yeah, I need these back by tomorrow. He probably man. walked up to the front desk and <clears throat> threw them at him. Probably. <laughs> Slapped him on the desk. <laughs> you r- rang the bell with him. <laughs> Just like wiping it down everywhere. So anyway. All right, so... This um, body fluids episode. I think this is the part where he's wants to give Rob Snyder a tip, and he's like, "No thanks, I have some from yesterday because the fruit stripe gum is adhered to his mouth." Yesterday, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you uh, this whole pile of fifties. I was gonna give you this whole pile of fifties, but I'm not gonna anymore. I'm gonna go downstairs and talk to Tim Curry, who." Is apologizing in the way of, like a Disney villain would apologize uh-huh. for not failing to kill him with his scheme. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's Tim Curry. Right? Yeah, I'm, that's <laughs> the person to do it. But uh, he's like, "We got you a limo and a pizza," and um, pizza. he says it all weird, like, um, and. Kevin's like, good, I'm done with you. I'm going out to my limo. We're going to a toy store. And yeah, he gets a he gets his own cheese pizza. Like, cool. I called out, if you're a kid in a ritzy motel hotel in New York, not your money, you get a limo and a pizza, are you going to go for the medium-sized cheese pizza? Like, even well, as he, a kid, but, I knew that you could get more than just a cheese pizza. But did he order it, or did they just give it to him he as... He ordered oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, it's most it, unorthodox. I, I think, you know, he's his gluttonous nature has mm. certain limitations, and he knows I can't eat a, you know, a full-size cheese pizza and then go running around a toy store. Well, he's got a medium with more than just cheese Well, he's also him. not a big, fat pig like us. Also, did, did you see the room that he was in the night before? Well, surrounded he's a pig. by ice cream and candy. He's a pig, yeah. but he's not a well, big Well, he's pig. probably oh. suffering from the consequences of that dairy bender. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He also has. So he doesn't yeah, want to attempt He, he doesn't want to ruin yeah. those underwear yeah. again. He also has something I like to call a child's metabolism. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, now we, we cut to Tim Curry running the credit card uh, mm-hmm. number and seeing that it's stolen. And it, it dissolves from him. Finding out stolen, smiling to the Grinch, and it's mm-hmm. it's the same picture. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, we, call we cut back to Harry and Marv. Uh, Marv is ice skating and just stealing like every fucking thing just that dumb shit with his tape hand, like it's you know, <clears throat> like he's got like Skyrim pickpocketing a hundred. He's it, just he like he has to because if it was yeah. real, like if it was actual tape, like that tape, the first two things he took. Now his hands all fuzzy and it doesn't mm-hmm. stick to anything anymore. It's like that. He's the fuzzy band. He's the fuzzy band. It's like that early part of Spider-Man, but it only happened to the one hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now he's the fuzzy bandits. Their plan is let's rob a toy store because they'll have a ton of cash on Christmas Eve. Sure. And no one will be expecting that. Right. Uh, lucky sure. for uh, Harry. 
the uh, this movie does not know how retail stores work. Toy yeah. Store, Christmas Eve, like, New York City, big glass window well, front. Yeah, let's just leave the cashier. The particular <laughs> one that they pick yeah. where the scheme actually would have worked, it's because that particular store... The owner is a moron. Because the owner is an idiot. Mm. Um, he's dead, so... <laughs> no, 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 he's not. Not, not really. in a real store or... What? No, no, he's, no, he's not dead. Keep, he's not. He's yeah. not a ghost. There are no ghosts in this film. There's no ghosts. No, no, not no a ghost. I was joking about. Oh. Keep moving. <laughs> anyway, yes, this the owner of this particular very successful oh. toy store keeps all the money they make on New Year, uh, New Year's Eve, yeah, Christmas Eve, uh, in the cash register, so they can just dump it all into a big chest and give it to what was it, St. Anne's mm-hmm. Children's oh. Hospital? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. We we have huge business business Christmas Eve. We leave it all in a big chest visible mm-hmm. from the giant window mm-hmm. out front. Yep. And then Christmas morning will come and then we'll take it yeah. to the kids. Yeah. Why? Well, because the kids aren't going to want it on Christmas Eve. Well, no. they're trying to wait till the last minute to yeah. see maybe, you know, if any of the kids didn't make it. So either way. <laughs> they, save they, a few they bucks? keep that money. Yeah. yeah, it's a cost-cutting measure. So, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, we have, I, I wrote some down that were much worse yeah. than that. <laughs> he said some things in this episode that are much worse than that. Yes, he has. So, I didn't say those things. Yeah, you you did. sure did. <laughs> it was quoting. <laughs> quoting you. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. All right. Anyway, Harry and Marv and Kevin are all in this toy store. And this is supposed to be the greatest toy store in New York. This toy store sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Like, the decorations are cool, but these toys are fucking lame. Fucking nothing but nutcrackers. This is like our Christmas tree shop pretending to be a toy store. It really is, and that shit went out of business for a reason. Mm -hmm. Not Like, this is the one that you would take your kids to get excited about the holiday season. Yeah. Not the one that you'd be like, Christmas Eve, get toys here. No, but this is legit, like, that one shop in all, like, if you go to any little, like... Old timey shopping town. They always have like one Christmas store. It's just all fucking nutcrackers and decorations, and you can get a you can get a stuffed unicorn or whatever. But that's you, about you, it. You yeah. could get a tube of dragon lube. <laughs> you could get a pocket <laughs> yeah, knife. Tube you could get a map yeah. of New York. This is the greatest <laughs> toy store around that only sells things made of wood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Santa's mm. workshop directly produces exactly. So, <laughs> all right. Also, I keep looking at your. Um, rice cake thing thinking it's a bag of like raw hamburgers <laughs> brick would eat that too um well, old, old that. brick would yeah so anyway so at this point we think that duncan the man running the store might be a ghost because kevin I mean, looks at a painting of ef duncan and then turns around and he disappeared yeah <laughs> and so for for a couple seconds i'm like is he a ghost had to um, check the bathroom cameras. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, Kevin goes outside, uses the magnifying glass on his pocket knife to look at a map. Harry and Marv grab his ass. They're like, remember us? Kevin uh, plays his cards right here, just fucking screams. But he immediately drops the map and the yep. new pocket knife he just bought. Mm. And they disappear from the movie. Don't worry. <laughs> the dragon lube will come <laughs> The dragon lube he somehow kept. Yeah. That was down so, his pants. Um, Kevin runs by a street vendor, buys two pearl necklaces, does the old Batman. <laughs> Before he yeah. got two of them from Harry and Marv. Does the old oh. Batman's mom move. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Somewhere there's a Batman crying. He gives him the old Snyder mm. cut. <laughs> <laughs> Sprays pearls everywhere. <laughs> Harry and Marv are immediately knocked out. <laughs> and uh, on the ground. Yeah. He runs back to the hotel, but now at the hotel, Tim Curry's been waiting all day. To, he's like, I'm going to eat me this kid now. Stolen <laughs> credit card. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he runs right past him. So now, like the hotel staff's chasing him. And some pratfalls happen where um, Kevin sets it up so that the, uh, the three people in the hotel triple clothesline each other. Runs up to his room, uh, goes in there. And uh, now, like, a security guard named Cliff and Ted Turner have joined <laughs> Tim Curry, Rob Snyder, and I forget the name of this woman who... Uh, McGonagall. Pretty yeah, much yeah, Professor yeah, McGonagall. Younger <laughs> Professor oh, McGonagall. You are not wrong. Um, she has a weird name in this movie, though. Crunter Huntsley. <laughs> Rob Schneider. <laughs> Hester Stone. Hester Stone. <laughs> That's her yeah. character. Name. I like mine better. <laughs> didn't you have yeah. a bout of those a couple her weeks bird, ago I just called her bird lady number two <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't have a Hester a Hester stone I had to pass <laughs> so it looked about the same too. did it have a scarlet letter it's a face it? was just as sharp <laughs> jagged and All right, jagged so and again the um, well this time it's a TV but it's the same principle it sounds exactly how it needs to sound to fool these five people where angels with even filthier souls now deceive them into thinking that there's a man with a gun in the room, in the next room, and that they should all bow down and say that uh, they love they love him. him. Mm. Now we did pass over something about the toy store. Didn't he get the the ornaments? Oh uh, yeah, and donated yeah because he donated oh, so twenty dollars. Yeah, he donated I, money oh. to the terminal orphans. Which also yeah, I, I am kind of glad you went back to this because fuck this kid. He, he he says to you know like oh that money's going to orphans. All right, I'm gonna give you this money. I shouldn't be spending it, but I have some stored away at home so I can replace it. Like mm-hmm. motherfucker, you took a limo here. You are <laughs> blowing money like wildfire. It's also, it's also his dad's money it's, it's uh, yeah, it's the credit card that's not real money he doesn't yeah. understand how <laughs> but that no but the cash he's got is his dad's money like yeah. what the fuck you're spending like crazy mm-hmm. All right. well he's well, he, yeah so because he gives money to this charity uh the old guy is like <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> mr oh no right, he gives no. him two dove ornaments yeah and he gives him the old says, turtle dog. Yeah. He's like, they're hand painted by the kids with terminal diseases. And Macaulay Culkin's like, why are they all gray? He's like, terminal diseases. <laughs> so, b- bottom line, he's like, give this to someone you love or whatever. I don't know. Get out of my store. So, <laughs> whoever you give this to, you'll be friends forever. Friends forever. That's it. All right. And that's what I think he's a ghost because he disappears. <laughs> and you see like the old timey painting yeah. of him as the founder. Of the it store. moves a little bit. So, it winks. There is no toy, toy store. There is only Zool. All right. So basically. Why, he died 12 years ago. On a throne of blood. <laughs> <laughs> Again, don't know how that works. <laughs> so, well, it was the throne. Yeah. yeah. And he just shed himself bloody and died. <laughs> So hemorrhage. <laughs> anyway, um, he gets out of the hotel 
yeah, this predicament with, you know, the guy shooting the Tommy gun. And then he um, he runs, jumps off the loading dock into the waiting arms of a Joe Pesci, which is a fate I do not wish on my worst enemy. <laughs> Joe Pesci's like, oh, going somewhere? Let's take this ticket and rip it up. So now Kevin can't go back to Chicago. Um, and uh, at this point, though, they're like, we'll tell you the entire plan while you play your tape recorder. So you right. add that on Because you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Marv is an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he endured a lot of skull trauma last movie, and it never really healed. You're not so, wrong. He's just getting s- stupider every film. Mm-hmm. So Kevin gets out of this predicament. <laughs> to the point he eventually turns into uh, French Stewart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> His final evolution. <laughs> but wait, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> what? <laughs> Marv has become concussed. He evolves into French Stewart. <laughs> Evolves. Come on. <laughs> also a fate I would not wish upon yeah. my worst enemy. So they're walking with Kevin at a crosswalk. Kevin gets out of this predicament by pinching a lady's ass, who happens to be the same lady that um, Marv already uh, got his tape hands stuck to her purse earlier in the movie. Yeah. She slapped him that time. This time she punches him so hard he falls down. And then... Kevin's like, no, it was him, and points to to Harry, and she punches Harry so hard he falls down. And this is when Zach Morris comes out and pauses the scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this was a mistake. <laughs> Joe Pesci's about to curb stomp this woman. <laughs> but she she walks away, but I'm like, you're by the curb. She just walked into traffic. So. <laughs> well, She'll punch them, Joe. Yeah, Joe Pesci traffic, pushed her traffic, traffic stops for her, Joe. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So now he runs into Central Park. He's like, all I got are these cookies I stole from the hotel. Uh, Meanwhile, we cut back to the family in Florida. They're watching Spanish. It's a wonderful life. Uh Um, And they find out. The last movie they were watching, the French one. Right. So he's find and replace. Yep. I forgot about that. French with whatever funny Florida language. (laughs) Cuban. Florida language. It's John Hughes. In right? fairness, she goes Cuban. It's John Hughes. Yeah. Cuban is a language, not a country. It's a sandwich. In fairness to Rob, though, it will not be long before Florida has developed its own stupid language. Because who doesn't like a nice crunchy apple? All right. So what? Uh, so don't you don't want that explained to you? Uh, so. Yeah, they're, uh, they find out Kevin's in New York. They're getting flights to New York. The family's like, yay, we could get out of this shithole. Um, go to our own shithole yeah. that we live in. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kevin's in Central Park. He gets accosted by the spooky lady, the pigeon lady. His foot's stuck in a rock somehow. Uh, she frees it. He runs away screaming, and then he turns around. He's like, wait a minute. That's Sorry, just a homeless lady. <laughs> she comes up out of the rocks like a gym hand. That is true. I forgot. She, she does. does. Her pigeon hat does <laughs> camouflage her in a manner yeah. not. She, she rises from the ground like the trash heap. Yes. 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 yes, yes, that's yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. She rose up out of the trash heap on the other yeah. side of that rock. Mm-hmm. Rise from your doom. So, all right. God damn it. She shows him how to feed pigeons. And they go off to sneak into, I forget the name of that theater, but they were watching some classical music. And they decide to have a talk. And um, there's, a, there's a bird that I kept focusing on that's behind Kevin that has its ass in one of those, like, costume dummies. Which is just 
pooping his little heart out. But anyway, um, so before they go to the theater, though, I do have to point out this movie tries to make it look like when you throw a bunch of bird seed up in the air to attract a bunch of pigeons, that Mm. that's whimsical and magical. Like if you've been to New York, all right, it is neither of those things. Gross and awful. Yeah. For a while, I had not been to New York for like mm-hmm. 10 years. And then I went to New York and I was like astounded by all the pigeons. And I, I was like toreadoring mm-hmm. about the pigeons for quite an extended period of time. I was like, some of them are just all black pigeons. I didn't even know that was a thing. All right. So if you're brick, right. and someday well, you will be the crazy pigeon man in Central Park. Oh, I well, hope so. As, as I pointed out when we were watching, is the bigger thing is not just the, you know, <laughs> Whether you think it's whimsical or mm-hmm. not, at this point, they are presenting it like it's whimsical. Mm-hmm. Later, they will present it like it's a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> you right. can't do that in the they same movie. They should have movie. thrown in a little bit of the, the birds, like, yeah, soundtrack. Was, I mean, right there. yes. Like, but, so, like, you can't have your cake and eat it, too, like this. It just, that's not a good idea. So, the birds in, do. in the theater, where they're talking, and honestly, I didn't. I didn't get a lot of this conversation because we were it's just... It's a stupid conversation. We were just yelling a bunch of nonsense during this part of the movie. But... <laughs> Want me to break um, it down for you? No, no, no. So oh, I, got I, I got the important part. I got the TLDR on yeah. this one. She says, do you know that a good deed erases a bad deed? That is not true. Incorrect. That is oh, not no. how Incorrect. life works. Also, uh, she's out on the street because she lost her job. And I guess decided not to get another one. Well, no, and no, no. Afraid of love and she, trust. She yes. she was in love with a man. Right. It Stop didn't projecting, work. Rob. Okay, yeah. shut up. <laughs> she was in love with a man. It yeah. didn't work out. Still so she was hurt and decided to never love again or right. trust anyone or do anything or but live in a park with uh-huh. some pigeons. With Van down by the river. Hey, yeah, that, so that, that did touch it's all, a little bit. I wasn't it's all largely to have the point of the, you know, if you don't use your heart, why well, have it? Blah, blah, to circulate my goddamn blood. <laughs> oh, correct. <laughs> so Kevin goes over to the children's hospital, sees a kid whose heart is having trouble circulating his goddamn blood. <laughs> and he's like, can you paint my ornaments? <laughs> So, yeah, at that point, Kevin vows that, like, he's not going to let that money for the hospital be stolen, even though the shopkeeper ghost is a moron. Uh, He's a kind moron. Like I said, security cameras don't exist. This is where he comes to the conclusion that to get past the bad deeds of uh, being mean to his family, to abandoning them, to the credit card fraud, uh, and to whatever else terrible things he's done... To make up for all that, he will kill two men. Yeah. <laughs> that will be yep. his good deed for the night. Yeah. Isn't that capitalism well, in a nutshell? That's the thing. I, well, here's the thing. But that's uh, so maybe it's not a fully good deed, but as the bird monster said, <laughs> good deeds count double mm. at Christmas. <laughs> it's it's so, worth four men. So, so equals, yeah. balance would still be it there. equals one whole good deed. A half good deed equals one. Well, no, we, no, he's murdering what? two people and he's doing he's saving one toy store. That math equals out. But he's saving all those children in the yeah. he's also, He's hospital. murdering two criminals. Two criminals, yep. So that counts <laughs> Which even I guess more. If we're taking intent in here, they are child murderers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think on the scales Attempt- of attempted Ma, child murderers, <laughs> his, his soul would still be lighter, <laughs> yeah. lighter than the feather. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. His heart's not getting eaten by uh, not Anubis. Who's the crocodile? Tim Curry. Tim, Tim Curry. His heart's not getting eaten by Tim Curry today. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I also, I really now want to see, like, the third Home Alone where they charge them with the murder of all those children or attempted murder of all those children. Right. Well, maybe we'll get one. to see Tim Curry and okay. roll Anubis. the third Home Alone. No. So, so Please, no. We... In the span of a, like a two-minute montage, Kevin breaks into his uncle's house, um, which, Let's, you know, it's it's being renovated. He gets in double there. Double quotes, renovated. Uh, yeah, but okay. But it's being they, destroyed yeah. by the ravages of time. It's being condemned. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's clearly an abandoned house. Mm-hmm. But these people apparently live there and have just recently... <laughs> Gone well, on that, vacation yeah, that's from they, this whole home. That's what they told the rest of the family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they live in the park yeah. with the bird. Please. Yeah. Well, they were like, oh, we're just renovating. We're, we're moving to Paris. Paris. Yeah. We're, we're moving actually, to yeah. Paris. Meanwhile, they're in the basement shooting up. <laughs> yeah. We're in a trailer park. Because <laughs> seriously, like, yeah, we're told they're renovating, but it looks like the fucking, uh, the end of Batman uh, when that bell tower falls to the floor. They, they have long and since been devoured like the by the Batman. pigeon woman. <laughs> it's just like the end of Batman because yeah. they're wearing the berets. Right. <laughs> <they're French> <laughs> Nailed it. Oh. <laughs> okay, so he sets up a bunch of traps. Uh, Operation Ho 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 is go. The family arrives at the Plaza Hotel and slaps the shit out of Tim Curry. He enjoys it. That was the second time I laughed in this whole movie. Mm. So. Uh, they get they have a complimentary suite on account of the hotel losing their child, um, and we cut to heist time. <laughs> well, it's a quick a, note that's on a this. Fair trade. Yeah. No, no, no. Quick note on this. Yeah, this is this is a whole era of fuck ups going on here. Because, like, first of all, the cops like, all right, your kid has your your money and your uh, credit cards, so like report those stolen so they're not worth anything. Mm, yep. yeah. Terrible idea. Yeah, terrible. He does it, so of course they are like, oh, these are stolen. We're going to confront this kid with stolen credit cards. Mm-hmm. And then the well, dad's pissed like, why would you let him get away? Like, you fucking, you did yeah. this. Like, just track them. Like, Idiots. Also, why why are you immediately accosting the kid when he arrives at the hotel, not when he's at his room? Yeah, that would have probably would have been oh, better. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, we're backtracking here, but one other thing during the part with the oh. the filth, the angels with filthy souls or whatever, when it, he's shooting the gun and Tim Curry and Co are jumping on the floor, <laughs> crawling away. How the fuck did Kevin get out of that room? They are by the door. Mm-hmm. Does it? Does that suite have two the doors? Suite may well like, have yeah, that's, I don't. I don't know. That's, it was. That's for the help. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that suite was stupid big. It probably had yeah. two doors. Fair enough. Okay. Either way. So now, <laughs> just they're robbing the toy store, right? The the sticky bandits. Mm. And Kevin comes in, takes a picture of them, you know, through the window, um, and then throws a brick to set off the alarm. And just uh, to be clear. Yep. They were in the store yep. when it closed mm-hmm. because they were hiding in tiny houses. Yeah. Right. Sound plan. Because nobody goes around to see if no. there's anybody else left. I, I mean, eh. like, when I closed the store, I would I check the bathrooms and, like, the stockroom and stuff. But, well, granted, I mean, we didn't have tiny houses, but I don't think I would check every fucking well, thing. Joe, that's, that's why it's just not doing so good. Yeah. Shit like that happens. Tiny houses. Yeah. I got locked in a Sears once. <laughs> <laughs> Also, on Christmas Eve, they want to get the fuck out of there. I think it was the first time I got pulled over for walking. I was at an amusement park after they closed. 
Well, there you go. So, Kevin's plan here. He's gonna you, s- so you were pulled over for trespassing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we were walking at the time uh-huh. in the mini golf area. I wonder how many people are uh, going to make it through this episode. In uh, crow makeup. No, no, no. That so, was the third time I got pulled over. Oh, he's, okay. He's, he's, yeah. He looks at Harry and Marv, Please. snaps a pick, throws a brick. Sets up a springboard, shows his dick, (laughs) turns a trick, shows his dick. Gets real sick. Gets real sick. Oh, I love this shit. All right, so, you know what? Couple picks of that all together. Those guys are going away for a long time. Also, hey, shut up. He can't even say it. Cancel whatever that is. Before it cancels us. The first trap here makes no fucking sense. You got your common seesaw springboard. Joe Pesci jumps on it. Um, Then uh, fucking... uh, Spends 20 minutes going, oh, wait, no. Don't don't come out the window. So Marv comes out. I guess he's as dense as a dying star because he jumps on the other end of this board and launches Joe Pesci into the stratosphere. Both literally and figuratively. He's up there for a few seconds and comes down crashes through the hood of a fucking car or like the roof of a car and you're like movie <laughs> which like, they do say if you're falling from a plane that is one of the things you should aim for. sure <laughs> <laughs> what better than the if, if better you than don't the have pavement shoot if you aim for something like a car and you spread your body out <laughs> Because there's then, so much... You won't that, die immediately on impact. Your organs will be in one spot instead of spread everywhere. No, they, uh, they, they say that geez. because, like, all of your bones may break. No, I... Yeah, but, but... you won't immediately die, and there's still a chance that you might live. Uh, no. Yeah. Well... <laughs> if you're if, better off... I think I'd rather go ahead first yeah. at that point. Just, so, yeah. I'm falling from a plane. I, but like, I will also say, I will disagree slightly in that... Uh, this uh, first trap is really important because it tells you what you need to know here. True. Which is... How stupid are they? Yeah, all these traps are going to be easily yeah. avoidable. This, they are very stupid to fall for them, but they will murder you. Yeah, this yeah. this is Tom and Jerry at this point. Also, yeah. Well, Tom and Jerry, but like, it's going to be brutal. So... Or I guess like Tom a, and Jerry yeah. is pretty brutal. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Fair so enough. The, the right. violence was fairly graphic last time, but it's... Like, last time it was things that, like, it started and it escalated. Like, it started with a BB gun, and then it was, like, slipping on stairs and stuff like that. Like, you know, this one's, like, just turns it up to 10 immediately. Well, he's been through this before. I guess. He knows knows the stakes are these guys want to kill him. Yeah. But but, I mean, the movie from a dramatic pacing, it's like this shit loses its effect real quick. Oh, yeah. Because you're just like, why aren't they dead? Why aren't they dead? Also, had at least some semblance of grounding in reality. Yeah. Yeah. Like so micro machines on the floor, then mm, ornaments. Yeah. Well, and like that's do something that takes the shoes off. Maybe. Right. Yeah. 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 But I feel like that was probably part of the problem, which was uh, like the last movie was more grounded in reality, but it like probably made people think like, oh shit, like should my kids be watching this because they'd be hurt? Mm. So now he's just he might as well just put a shotgun in there. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I think they were like. We're going to make sure you know this is nonsensical and cartoonish by upping the ante. But in doing so and with the Foley work, this makes it seem all the more worse. So, yeah. Um, 
we get to the house, and we're now we're at the part that everyone would want to watch the movie for. It's time for the villains to go through the hall of horrors in this house. Yeah. The jigsaw traps commence. It starts with Kevin. First, he takes a picture from the roof, throws some shade down there. Joe Pesci's like, I don't care what you're going to do. Throw a brick. I could dodge bricks. Daniel Stern's like, I can't dodge bricks. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the bricks. They, they are magnetized yeah. to my face, apparently. Immediately just hit right in the forehead with a brick. And you're like, oh, God. Like, it's so it's brutal. Like, it's like there. he would probably be dead right there. Yeah. yeah. This is like a three or four, I think, four-story building. Yeah, your your brain case is, you know, collapsing inward. And he gets hit with four fucking bricks to his face through to this whole his thing. face. Yeah. Not just hit with the bricks. To his face. And Harry, meanwhile, keeps talking the good shit, knowing full well that the bricks are <laughs> hitting Marv, not giving one fuck. And he probably kind of wants that. Like, yeah. <laughs> if he dies, I didn't kill him. Then he's like, Marv, get up. You do the front door. I'll go around the back. What's a door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At this point, Marv has been hit so many times that he can no longer make words mm-hmm. and is just going. <laughs> so Marv, it explains Marv. his hey. actions for the rest hey. of this. Hey, good news, guys. Marv is now hey. getting that money on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Because he's going right into that hospital. Terminal illness. Terminal. So. <laughs> Yeah, and so now... He's got the mind of a four-year-old. So, you know. While Joe Pesci's running around the block, um, Marv here steps up to the door, and the doorknob's on a string. So he pulls it out, and he's like, I guess I'll just keep pulling this string. And, so concussed. Yeah, and it's connected to a staple gun that fires a staple into his ass, which you're like, all right, that's kind of bad. That's not too, too bad, though. But it has stapled the string to his ass, so as he's turning around, it's firing it again. At which point he ends up kneeling down and triggering it. So fires a staple right in his fucking nose, like right between his eyes. <laughs> Real close to his eyes. Yeah, that mm. made me flinch. Yeah. Um, like that actually had more dramatic effect to me than the uh, the revolver in the keyhole from Saw 2. <laughs> um, so anyway, so now, like while that's happening, um, uh, Harry has gone around the block Decides his course yeah, of entry yeah. into this uh, this house is he's going to jump off of a pallet onto the bottom rung of a ladder. Like, like Harry is going to be able to pull himself up there. Like, he like he it's, knows that's not going to work. It's an ambitious yeah. plan, to yeah. say the least. Well, because no, Joe Pesci's known for his mad ups. Yeah, so he jumps, he catches the bar, which has been dragon lubed. <laughs> and... That's some good stuff, by the way. Slips Highly and falls probably, you know, yeah. six to eight feet. You got that with your bad dragon uh, toy. <laughs> yeah. onto, his, onto the pavement. You're like, all right. Um, so he's down there for a little while. Now, at this point, um, what's his name? Uh, Marv has opened the front door where there's a gigantic hole that no one would fall into. But I can, I'll forgive him because he's had a staple possibly in his eyes and his head, his skull is no longer yeah. like one bone. Yeah. Oh, it's paste. It's yeah, it's paste. So, it has pierced his brain in several yeah. spots. <laughs> so he, he walks forward, falls down on his face. He gets up and he's like, wow, what a hole. <laughs> his body can no longer grow hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the back door... Harry um, opens the back door, not checking for any trip wires above it, and a uh, a whole like big ass hockey bag full of tools drops on him. 
Um, you know, that an 11 year old kid hoisted up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, that is kind of fucked up because, like, you know, it's. I, I assume the idea is that he's getting a little smarter because when he goes to the door, you see him touch it to make sure it's mm-hmm. not hot. Like, oh, I learned from the last he, movie. He checks for yeah. traps. But I didn't look up at all. Nope. Right. Like, at all. Yeah. <laughs> so he has a one dot on that skill yeah. on his character sheet. Just one. So what, what confuses me more lower. is at, now he's in. So he's like, I'm going to start, like, turning on lights because I don't want it to be dark in here. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking up. At the ceiling as I'm doing it because I don't want shit to fall on me because it already did. So he's doing that. Um, and I guess he just gets into a false sense of security because mm-hmm. by the time he reaches the bathroom and turns that one on, that's connected to a fucking blowtorch yep. <laughs> that ignites his head like Again. immediately. Again. Yep. Again. But this time, because we have to, you know, amp it up because it's a sequel. Yep. The toilet has been filled with kerosene. Yeah. Right. He can't stick his head in the snowbank yep. this time. And the water's been turned off on the uh, right. um, faucet. And he can't take the hat off because that would ruin the special effect. Yep. So. And um, the gag. Yeah. He does a handstand into toilet, which causes an explosion. Sure. And uh, yeah, just covers him in soot like a cartoon, <clears throat> like <clears throat> like he put his head in a cannon barrel in a cartoon. Like you'd expect the Wiley e. Coyote effect, where mm-hmm. he just kind of like wilts afterwards. So now, um, while that's happening, Marv down in the basement is walking along, and he steps on more Dragon Lube, and starts like slipping and sputtering in place. He's running like a Scooby Doo character, and then falls, and the laws of physics just. <laughs> violently betray him because yeah. <laughs> he falls down vertically and then launches at like four times the velocity horizontally across the room and like fucking e honda is a rack of paint which falls on him yeah actually what if kevin has the power of bethesda glitches yeah i mean that is what happened here or marv has lydia's ai yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, I will say it's Just also the only thing that explains how he gets around this house. Yeah. Stepping on the same pressure plate into the same swinging gate over and over. over. And over. <laughs> I won't let it end like this. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, so now uh, Marv's like, oh, there's a rope I can climb. Because I'm in shape to do that after everything that's happened to me. <laughs> also, I'm going to trust that. Yeah, it's secure. I tugged on it. A it's little. not moving. Yeah. So I'll put all my weight on it. Turns out it's tied around 100 pounds of cement mix. <laughs> which immediately just falls right on his head. Like at, dead. Yeah, at that point, Broken you don't have neck. a neck anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. You're 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 looking you, out of your shoulders because <laughs> your head has been shoved like in a there. Goddamn turtle! Yeah, like a turtle. Uh, at this point, you don't have. Uh, yeah, you, like you just have a torso and it ends, and then everything else is just dragon lube. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are, maybe there's an eyeball floating in it, but like your head is just mush. Mm. You are it's the worst kind of human gone. snail. Oh, actually, we we did skip one because he um he went to wash the paint off of himself. Oh. And turns out the sink was hooked up oh, yeah. to an arc welder oh, yeah. generator. Yeah. That's, and, that um, was the official Tom and Jerry moment. It yeah. electrocuted Daniel Stern so hard he was a skeleton for a little while. Yeah. Actual skeleton. Yeah. Not yeah. like superimposed, translucent. Nope. No. Actual skeleton. Um, 
so yeah, now he's he's crushed by Samantha. At this point, you're like, why is why is this man even like he's he's so done. He's gonna have you know, mesothelioma later. <laughs> among other things. Yeah. Among other things. Uh actually I will give him more credit because that's probably the only thing keeping his head in one piece at this mm-hmm. point. Mesothelioma? Well, the, just in general, the cement that's now oh, in his Yeah, yeah the various chemicals are bonding yeah. him <laughs> together. He's going to so, become a Spider-Man villain at this point. Yeah. So um, he climbs up a junk pile he made to the second floor. Um, Harry, yeah, Harry now is chasing Kevin. Uh, Kevin runs up a ladder to the to the next floor. Um, Harry tries to climb the ladder, but the ladder's been cut so it can support a Macaulay Culkin, but not a Joe Pesci. A naked albino chicken. <laughs> and so Joe, the ladder breaks and Joe Pesci falls face first on the ground. But that's one that honestly, like, if you just rode the ladder down, mm. like, that's going to hurt yeah, your that's... knees and elbows and whatnot. But, like, you're not going to be really all that hurt by also, it. Break your he was maybe so. like his yeah. feet were maybe like break his fingers yeah. a foot off the ground at that point also yeah, yeah just kind of push off like, yeah on just, your feet just, just like going yeah just, oh, just like that's a shoulder. mild inconvenience yeah. yeah or like put your shoulder yeah. into it and land on that so that's nowhere near as bad as like marv has died like six times oh yeah <laughs> All right, so yeah, Marv gets the brunt for sure. Now they run to the stairs, and they're like, "Okay, last time he threw paint cans at us, so we got a plan. This time, we'll pretend that the paint cans have hit us." Um, and this this gave me a, a like a visceral revulsion because like after they they know the paint, he's out of paint cans. Um, they start heading up the stairs, and he swings a fucking metal pipe. <laughs> Down at the sewer pipe, yeah, sewer pipe. yeah. Like four like inches in diameter, like if not six. An iron, and I, yeah. there's no iron way he lifted it, kind of. A yeah, pipe. and it yeah. hit them straight in the face. <laughs> it was probably cast iron, like, and, and honestly, knocked them through the hole into the basement. Yeah. Oh, honestly, oh, oh, oh. knocks them backwards into the paint cans, and then yeah, the through the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> honestly, broke their fall. Watching the the um, what's his name the. Uh, Watching the guy from RoboCop get dismembered by five guys with shotguns uh-huh. d- didn't get the same reaction from me that that pipe to the face did. Uh, um, so, like, they, they're back down in the, the basement now. They come back up. They're oh, gonna wait. Ch- what? Even the then he cuts the oh, rope. Oh, that's right. He cuts the rope so the pipe falls on him. Like, even this would be aggravated homicide. Yeah. Face, unless it was, like, foam. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure, but I'm sure it wasn't, you know, it's probably pretty soft. So they come back up and they're going to try the other stairs, which, um, Kevin has rigged a rope on the doorknob to a toolbox, which in a cartoonish manner stays vertical the entire trip down the stairs, vomiting tools in front of it. Also in a cartoon manner, they're like, what's that noise? (laughs) Let's get closer to the door and Mm -hmm. listen. And it knocks the entire door vertically off its hinges and presses them against the wall to the point that their noses bend inward. Mm-hmm. And you're like, movie, just come on. Mm-hmm. And so they snap their noses back into place, go up to another level, uh, at which point um, Kevin is now on the roof and he climbs down a rope that he set there. And um, Harry's like, come on, we're climbing down this rope. And Marv's like, I don't want to. That's this is not going to end well. Also, you have a gun. Did did we mention yeah. you have a yeah, gun? A also, gun so the stairs are clear now because you've 
disarmed all the traps with your gigantic hit point pool. Yeah. So. And Kevin's even like, come on down. It's a lovely night for some neck trauma. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, as they're going down, he's like, hey, uh, hey, Harry, are you wearing aftershave? Harry's like, no, that's kerosene. Oh, you wear an underwear. <laughs> yeah. So Kevin lights the rope on fire. They rather at this point, I try. I just take my chances with the damn burning rope. Yeah. But like, they um they let go and fall through scaffolding, um down onto yeah. pavement. They were halfway down. Yeah. At that point. Yep. And it would have been better off for them to just let go of the rope. Yeah. I don't care if I was at the top. At this point, I'd be like, I'm taking this little fucker with me. Like I'm yeah. gonna die, but he's going with me. So I'm dropping through this scaffolding he's on and taking his ass out. Yeah, they fall through the scaffolding onto pavement, which launches all these cans of varnish up in the air, which granted the cans empty their contents while they're in midair, but still that's metal cans. And that flammable peppers. Varnish. Yeah, and they're covered in varnish, which will come into play in a little while. Um and then uh what's so called there he's he's running away now, he's running down the street. And uh, he calls the cops. He's like, go to Central Park. Look for the fireworks. Um, and then... And they got a gun. Hurry. Yeah, they got this a gun. the father. And this part, you know, like, I like Kevin getting hurt. But, like, I feel like he just slips on ice. And that's it. And he's out. Like, and they catch him. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, after... Well, he would have... That was just poor execution of him landing he, his bump. Yeah. It was supposed to... He, he got head trauma. Yeah, he, he got concussed a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they didn't sell it well at yeah. all with the... Well, because, again, it's in the same movie where a guy took right. five bricks to the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they like... got... You know, Daniel Stern, that's the that's Marv, right? Yeah. yeah. He executes his physical yeah. comedy, and he sells well, yes. the hits. Like, you believe that they happen. Yeah. What I'm saying here is that they had Macaulay Culkin stunt double, like, slip, and then they cut away from him actually landing yeah. and then they cut in macaulay like doing a pump a bump yep. poorly so it doesn't look like he landed that hard wow my but, 11 year old kid but yeah. then the world spins and he blacks out for a minute yeah it's like in um the end of, of like metal gear solid when you're you're fighting snake or whoever Crap out. in a giant mecha and you're firing missiles into the cockpit that's open and blowing. You fire like 20 missiles in there and the mecha he's in fucking explodes and the blast throwing you against the wall knocks you unconscious. And the next scene begins with he he came over, picked you up and brought you on top of Metal Gear to have a fist fight. And you're like, I can't take what's happening seriously <laughs> if there's just like there's no consequences for how much damage you did to them. Joe. And the first thing that happens to you just takes you out. The crab has a knife. What do I do? <laughs> crab battle. Oh, anyway. so anyway, obscure flash videos. Um, so now the pigeon lady, you know, has to be Snow Shovel Man from the last movie. Yeah. And um, she comes over with the save by throwing a bucket of uh, pigeon food on them. And Marv's like, I'll shoot her with my varnished up gun. <laughs> and he can't actually activate the action. Looks like on it's the also hammer. full of dragon lube. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Just oh yeah, it's, it's all kinds of gross. Yeah. But yeah, it's that thing of like now that my gun is useless, I finally remember I have a fucking gun because mm-hmm. he's useless. Jesus Christ. So, um, they get swarmed by pigeons, and you want to talk about selling? Like Daniel Stern, 
sells this like like they need to mention that Marv is afraid of pigeons or something because no one reacts to pigeons like this. <laughs> well, again, from what I read, not all of that was acting. Yeah, like, he, he got a pigeon in the mouth. mouth. Yeah, <laughs> but clearly not in this scene because he's screaming. Well, I think that's what led to the pigeon yeah, in the mouth yeah. too. Yeah. So, um, I should there, try that. You know, Kevin sets off some fireworks, and um, the cops come and arrest him. Uh, at this point, Harry's like, "I'm just gonna, you know, spill the beans on everything." And Marv, or I'm sorry, Marv's spilling the beans on everything, and Harry kicks him so hard a pigeon flies out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try wanna, that on you later, Brick. Don't want to uh, know where that pigeon was. Nope. Yeah. We'll take turns. So. <laughs> Uh, the money goes back to the toy store. The guy's like, oh, yeah, leaving it unguarded in a giant glass treasure chest was probably a bad idea. <laughs> also, no one fucking counted out the draw at the end of their shit. No, no, <laughs> it's no, 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 no. bullshit. You Merry count Christmas. that shit down to 75 or $100 or whatever, and you drop the rest. Not when you're giving it, giving it, air quotes, giving it to charity. Then dump it in the chest or yeah, something. You don't leave chest. it in the register. The register. Take it home with you. You got to make the poor person <laughs> who has to open that on the day after Christmas count all that shit. They, they have to fill the treasure chest, walk it to the bank. Mm -hmm. All right. Get a so receipt. This guy who at this point turns out is not a ghost. The guy who owns his toy store. I'm not a ghost. Still not convinced. Yeah. He's I'm like, all right, send an entire truck of presents <laughs> over to where this kid lives. Wait, because the cops go like, uh, here's some evidence for you to handle. Yeah. <laughs> Dear little boy, thank you for saving my store. You did such a good job. I took the money I was going to give the dying children and bought you yeah. some presents. I figured, hey, they're not long for this world anyway. They won't get to enjoy it. Who's going to send them all these presents? But Fuck. Here's well, a lifetime you. supply of dragon lube. Here's hoping for <laughs> painted ornaments that's, next year. That's the only thing I know you like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can use it together sometime. <clears throat> so, you, me, and uh, Tim Curry. The, so mom finds Kevin at, because uh, the cop basically is like, where would he go? And she's like, well, he'd want to go to a Christmas tree. The biggest one's in Rockefeller Center. Yeah, hey, lady, do you know anything yeah. about your kid? Oh, right, he likes Christmas trees. He's obsessed so, with Christmas trees for some reason, which didn't really come up mm -hmm. last movie, but that's fine. I went to Rockefeller Center during Christmas once, mm -hmm. and that was that's might be in my top ten mistakes. <laughs> like, it is horrible there. Like, it is just... People, oh yeah, crammed oh, yeah. in there. Like, oh, yeah. like you're not moving. You're lucky if you could breathe. Like you're a sweaty mess in the middle of winter. It's fucking horrible. Um, it's yeah, not just times. Kevin by himself. You know, and then um, stilts. Maybe if yeah. you're a ten year old that doesn't sleep, it's not so bad at like mm. three a.m. or something. Well, I think also you you do have a better factor with the since this is like Christmas Eve. People mm. are probably fucking home and shit either way the family's reunited it's christmas morning this presence buzz is all nice and he's like kevin you did a good job oh nice here's Sweet. a uh present good job sniffing trout yeah no yeah. 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 To the trout face. sniffer and then all of this bugged the crap out of me because they're, they're like oh it's christmas let's go to the other room no, i don't know first the kid is like Morning came. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. good right. job. You I survived. forgot about that. <laughs> what? Morning came, and so did Jared I. Culkin is like, oh, morning yeah. came. 
So I thought there was gonna joke gonna be a joke there about how he didn't piss the bed for yeah. a while. Oh, I missed that entirely. Now after yeah. everything we've been through, could we have at least gotten a bedwetting joke? Like a, mm. I didn't pee my pants and then he just he's so excited he pisses. Well maybe the that's bed. the thing. Maybe he's not pissing I'm the not bed. Serious, but he's not pissing the bed because of the Pepsi. Maybe he has like super night terrors, and that's why he was so excited that morning <laughs> finally come. Could be. Maybe like Enderman well, or the Coke Slender Man is like, huh? Coke paid good money to have that bed littered with Pepsi. <laughs> well, with yeah. like a Nuki amount, or not Nuki, um, a uh, Mac and Me amount of Coca Cola. <laughs> I, I think that's what you're also meant. Like, that was the joke is he's alone in the bed while everyone's sleeping on the floor because. Mm. Uh, Cause no- I, yeah, because apparently we will we'll start fights during the you know Catholics uh, Christmas pageant, but we won't toss this little nerd out. <laughs> yeah, he would have been sleeping in the bathtub. Body, Absolutely, no, like the garter snake. The, the moment you touch on. him, he's gonna piss. <laughs> so. My body's <laughs> aching from the dried huh. urine caked on my pants. I'll, I'll make Tim Curry do it. Garter snakes. No. When I picked them up, they never peed on me. Curdles uh, did. Frogs did. Never carved All right. Anyway. Doesn't matter. So, <laughs> but they go running into this other room. Neighbors kids did. Because Christmas, I guess. They find it is littered with presents. And lube. I have to assume none of them labeled for anyone. It no. wouldn't be if there was a whole gauntlet of trash. The, the only name he knows is Kevin. Yeah. They'd just all be labeled for Kevin. Yeah. The one kid is the only person well, he knows, so maybe it's all geared towards him. Well, no. There were two names. There was Kevin, and then there was Kevin the father. Mm. So, that's Did right. They, Some of them are for uh, Kevin the father. Oh, but Peter, they are. Yeah, they're all the. While there's like a hundred presents, it Kevin is all exclusively Dragon Lube pocket knives <laughs> yeah. maps of New York. <laughs> but so yeah, Buzz is like, you know, we want to thank you. So you get the first president a uh, present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, George Washington. He doesn't even get to pick it. Buzz just he throws one at him. I just said, uh, and then like it's like you get to open it first. Except not. Everybody dig in and they all start opening shit. And none of them even notice that Kevin fucking takes yeah, off again. Immediately, right after they're reunited, he's out. It's yeah. Fine. They're all Old money, I'm telling you. Because they're all self-absorbed assholes. Mm-hmm. He runs out and decides it would not be a good idea to give the pigeon lady either a map of New York, a pocket knife, or <laughs> dragon lube. Right. Yeah, so, food, food, money, <laughs> new food, clothes, yeah, nothing. Yeah. So he finds her right as she's Or a about place to, to shower. Jump into the frozen pond <laughs> and it all. <laughs> Gives her one of the dove ornaments. This time I'm going to do it. Oh, but I'm sad. <laughs> I so, don't trust this water. <laughs> um... Meanwhile, the room service bill arrives for what Kevin has spent. Mm-hmm. It's $967. Oh, no. Oh. Which, I mean, I guess in 1992, that's a lot of money, but like, yeah. yeah. Um, that's crazy that we can say that. Yeah. That's basically I, the cheese pizza. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think the phone they, call to the pizza place. I think I saw it was like uh, 200000 or something like that. For what? Like when, when you converted to today? Oh. Uh, no, this was what uh, I read. Maybe about. twenty. I don't know. About yeah, two hundred thousand. I could at at most you're adding a zero. Yeah. I mean, I know it is. It's an impressive amount of inflation. Yeah, but. it's pretty awful, but that's um, a little much. Either way, um, unless it's like specific to New York, I don't know, yeah. or specific to that hotel, even. So, Dad's pissed. Kevin's like screams at the He's camera. He's so pissed that you can hear him in Central Park. Yeah, <laughs> screaming through the hotel. Yeah, and uh, yeah, 
Merry Christmas, Home Alone 2, Silver. Thank God. There's some weird-ass Christmas song at the <laughs> end. Um, yeah. But that's it. Shut up, you trout sniffer. (laughs) Wow, what a hole. (laughs) I think we skipped over that when we were... No, we talked... Oh, we we skipped over trout sniffer. Yeah, Yeah. that's correct. Oh, no. When when Buzz was giving his initial apology for being a dick at the pageant, and then he winks at Kevin and says, you trout sniffer. Yeah, top that. Beat that. Uh, Tommy, top what's, what's, yeah, top that, you trout sniffer. Top that. Uh, so currently on RottenTomatoes.com, critics gave this a score of 35%, audience gave this a score of 62%. Wow. Ah, uh, yeah, Trouser Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trouser Goblin, Rob, you want to tell us your thoughts and opinions on this one? Yeah, Home Alone, the first movie exists. This movie has no need yeah. to exist. Don't bother with this movie. Watch Home Alone, the first. The end. <laughs> Joe. I mean, it is the the same exact script as Home Alone, just given a new coat of paint in New York. It's a flagrant cash grab. New coat of varnish. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised this was not rushed out in one year. Um, either way, it's, yeah, there's no, like Rob said, there's no reason to watch <clears throat> this. Um, it got, like, the, the brick part got a couple laughs out of me. Um, but like by the end of the, the gauntlet of traps, I'm like, this is, this is not fun. This is just brutal. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, watch an old boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's basically all I can say. There's, there's like, there's way better movies that like show off Christmas in New York. If that's what you want to do, I'd say like, do like a trading places or something. Uh, that's just a far superior New York movie in general. But um you recall it like this one this is irrelevant and like this is clearly a franchise that should have stopped at uh movie number one and it sure did not. Uh do not recommend. Just watch the first one. John. I have to say I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, yeah don't don't bother you know watch <laughs> You still hated it. Unless, yeah, I mean, unless you're some fucking weirdo who's obsessed with the albino naked chicken of Macaulay Culkin um, and this movie franchise, mm-hmm. then there's absolutely... Yeah. Speaking of which, big ups to Kevin Spacey for getting those charges dropped. <laughs> what? Dude, Rick. Talk. What do you think about this movie? Uh, recommend it? So recommend it? I had a lot more fun watching it with you guys than I did watching it myself. So if you're going to watch this movie, don't do it alone. Um, <laughs> Home alone. Yeah. Um, My rap name. But yeah, just don't don't watch this movie. Um, first album. Wow, if, what a hole. If I were to recommend something else, just no. watch like Laurel no, and Hardy or like... <laughs> The Three Stooges, some some shtick like that. Just just do that. Don't don't watch this. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'll save us all a lot of time because it's pretty much the same thing. This movie's pretty harmless. If you want to watch it, certainly with friends, it can be fun. Or well, not for the people (laughs) involved. But (laughs) but yeah. At the end of the day, like you know, Home Alone one or two, like it's it's fucking toss up. But the first one's better Mm. by at least a little bit. Anyway, uh, so I would not recommend it. 
What else we got for the people, Rob? I think it's time to spin the wheel of dice. I think it's Tony's turn, right? Because might, might be we... inside Optimus's head. Oh wait, no. We had we had one of the newer editions roll this, but I forget which one. This was John, actually. I think that rolled it right, or was Maybe. it? Maybe. Yeah. No, I think it was me. I'm sorry, everyone. I thought it was Rob, that... but I don't remember. No, because we were oh, gonna have just... Tony roll, and then we were we were like, no, nah, we should let the new blood roll. All right. So who? Well, I think Brick is still entitled to a roll. I shudder in horror to think what will happen if he rolls a 1 or 20. But No, it'll be good. Don't worry. You could always pass it to me. I'll do the honor. No. Nope. That's that's not a thing. Okay. So you want to pass it to Brick then? No. He does not want to. <laughs> no. Well, let's roll the dice to see who gets to roll the dice. I don't want him to have it. Also, I did not realize this was a full-on sack with two balls in it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These balls are tied together. Don't you know how we do. The you D20 know, of fate was feeling Much lonely. like all animals so, evolve so into... to make it the D20 of doom to go with it. All right, which one do you want me to roll? The solid it's your or the choice. It's you, up to you. Although, maybe we should make an entire set. Like, do one for, like... Twelve. Twelve, okay. <laughs> that thing's got quite a heft to it. So you could kill somebody if you threw this from the roof. Sorry, Joe. What is it? It's bad. <laughs> that was a pretty nicely hefted list there, too. Uh, it's 2009. Uh, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait. Is this the one where they have an office in the middle of a particle accelerator? Just maybe. I don't know. I think so. Oh, Just God damn it. Why not? Why uh, not? So, join us next time for... Going to the office always accelerates my... <laughs> something that'll probably make us pine for the days of Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. It's, it's happened before. Rise of Cobra. We just go outside and throw a brick off the roof to my head. Oh, yeah, that's fine. We'll throw a brick off the roof to your head. I'll kill two birds with yeah, one stone. Two turtle like it'll solve all, all my problems right there. Don't kill birds. I like birds. <laughs> oh wow yeah okay that's, a, that's a, yeah what 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 i mean how the train your dragon was in there but like mm. so's encino man so's tremors too so's jurassic world falling we might as well get that one out of the way we've done pretty much all the other jurassic <laughs> there are still two jurassics we have not done but we've done four but we've arguably not done the two worst. <laughs> and I don't mean arguably, because it's bullshit. These are the two worst. <laughs> Objectively, the two worst. Are you counting the new ones that have come out in recent? Yeah. The new, yeah we, we've the seen all ones. three so, yeah, of the old ones. Fallen Kingdom that he mentioned is one of the newest. We've seen the first four Jurassic films. Anyways, let's it's wrap this up. I think I'm going this is well, guys, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, peace out, Bean Sprouts. <laughs> bye bye. Adios. Watch out for that brick. Good night.
Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, and if possible, leave a review. If you have questions, comments, or would like to sponsor an episode, email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can buy a t-shirt, hoodie, and more at Teespring. Or gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 4ampodcast. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.